Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Kane and Corey. Oh, hell yeah! It's Friday! Yes, it is! Woohoo! Hell, hell yeah. yeah! And we're back! How the hell are you? Uh, Corey will be back on Monday. We'll be at full strength. Sorry you had to suffer through a week of garbage. <laughs> They're saying it's not garbage. What do you no. mean? We- I've enjoyed the week. It's a different, it's a di- it's a different pace. When it's you and I, yeah, and we have I don't some have good. To, I don't have to rush to get sentences out because I know that you won't cut me off. No, yeah. So I'm a little more relaxed. I'm not saying it's better. It's not worse. It's just different. We also. I miss, I miss Corey. No, but we also met Marlo, who was a great addition to the show. She Dave, was. Dave was hearing some great radio stories from the past. Yep. We never get to hear that stuff. You know. No, you're right. You're right. And there's nothing stopping us from getting guests, even with Corey here. But I just no, feel sure. like that's just a you know that's just a little much. Is all today on the show? My boss at 1071 The Boss will join us for a few minutes. Yeah. Robbie Bridges is his name. He's got great stories about Pat Monahan and Wayne Brady that you'll want to hear. Like Wayne, the, the, Wayne the, Brady's a little bitch, <laughs> really. And the Pat Monahan from the um, from uh, Train, Train, yeah, yeah, think, yeah. Wow. singer of Train. They, right. They've got a uh, like a twenty year long feud. Oh, geez, over something. Pretty hilarious. Yeah. And so Robbie will be here in a minute. Cool. We taped it. We taped it last night. But had I not said that, you might not have even noticed. No. Except for the edits. There's a couple edits in the interview where you would have been like, oh, wait a minute. But Robbie can't come on because he, he's uh, on the morning show yeah, right now. Right. Yeah. Right. He's on the air right now. So, yeah. I was uh, at a bar last night. I was thinking about this. If you, this this guy helped us all. If you maybe don't have a lot of money, whatever, and you're complaining about your life and how it is. Kind of like me. Next, yeah. I was yeah. sitting next to a guy. I once had some lunch down the bar downstairs yesterday. And I don't know. I was in a mood to talk to people. I didn't start the conversation, but the guy struck up a conversation. He's like, what are you on lunch? I said, no. I said, I'm off. I'm done working. I said, what about you? He goes, no, I, I don't work. He goes, I'm poor, but I live like a rich person. Oh, wow. And I go, oh, what do you mean by that? I actually had to, he laund, he listed a bunch of reasons why rich people and poor people are the same. I had to like write them down. I wait, well, hang on a second. I'm going to use this on the air tomorrow. So, and it's pretty funny. He, uh, he says, the, the rich, rich person things that poor people do. Not work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Day drinking. <laughs> 
Now, okay. keep in mind, he's telling me these things. He's laughing at every one of them, right? He's just so like, he's got it all figured out. I may be poor, but I live like a rich person. Fuck him. I don't work. I day drink. I've been to rehab. Oh, well, I mean, that, yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Good percentage. Yeah. Uh, I got a bunch of kids. I've stolen money. I got someone else to drive me around because I got a couple too many DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a chauffeur, you know? Wow. It might be the, uh, might be Rawway Taxi, but you know, he's still got a chauffeur. <laughs> he goes, I eat cheese by itself. That was the funniest one. Not, not, not the uh, $500 a pound right. cheese, the Kraft Singles. The Kraft Singles. Yeah, but I was like, you know, these are all, I'm checking them all off as he goes. Like, yeah, me, yeah, me. And then he, he said one that wasn't true, but he he said, I could live next to a rapper. You don't know. I live over here in the ghetto. There could be a rapper right down the hall from me. He's just, he's just an unknown rapper, right, but he's a exactly. rapper. Yeah, 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 he's not living next to Kid Cudi or whatever. But yeah. you know, <laughs> This guy's on to something, man. He's not really a rapper, is he, Kid Cudi? Kid Cudi, yeah, he is. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Would you consider him a... See, I don't think of him as a rapper for... I don't know what... He's I just more think of a of producer as, slash... He raps on his... He's a producer. Keep going. Yeah. 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 Well, I just thought that was great. I'm like, well, this was fun. I'm glad today... I, ch I chose today to uh, talk to a stranger and engage in conversation because he was funny. I mean, he's on to something, right? You kind of have to act as you are before you are to get to where you want to be kind of yeah. thing. Nah, he... He he's was on the downslope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was, he was, he was older. He's, I don't know, probably pushing 70. Like, I already had that. I didn't care anymore. Eh. I mean, some of the, honestly, I mean, I don't know if you agree with this, but some of the happiest people that I've met were like almost like homeless people. Like when, when I was younger, I used to go to the city a lot and you would go to Washington Square Park and you'd sit and talk to some of those homeless people and they were happier than hell. Yeah. Now they could have been faking it, but you know, they had no bills. No responsibilities. There's plenty of people that um, that are homeless that choose to be homeless, and they're fine yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah but you so all, don't, don't you ever walk by some of them? I mean, obviously, some of them have mental health issues, but you walk by some of them and you say, dude, you could go to work at Costco. Like, they're always looking for people to stock at 4 a.m. or something like that, and they pay good money, yeah, and you wonder why you, they I, don't do that. I think the, I think the excuse, uh, I don't know if it's true or it's, it's probably true. It's like you need to have a permanent address. To have a job, you need to have you know somewhere they can send stuff. Yeah, I, don't know. I, guess, I guess. I mean, that's I guess, that's yeah. what I've always heard about. That uh, excuse me. Oh, there we go. I was fighting that. Here are some things we didn't need to learn this week. <laughs> Do we have some things we didn't need to learn? Music or always, uh, always, how does that work? Oh, that there sounds familiar. That sounds like the other kind of music. <laughs> things we didn't need to learn this week. I learned this morning Ricky Martin has a foot fetish and he'll suck your fucking foot all night long. Oh, and he's in the men too. Oh, it's horrible to think about. Yeah, say what you want about feet, but men feet gotta be more gnarly than women feet. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they're sucking uh You like to do a lot of different shit, but feet is feet is not one of them? No, 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 no. I feet disgust me. When I, yeah, feet, I went on a date with a girl one time and she was missing a big toenail 
She was gorgeous, bro. <laughs> oh man! And I couldn't talk to her anymore. It was it, it like we were eating sushi, and I felt like I was gonna hurl all like fuck it. It was awful. Well, yeah, missing a toenail. That's. But how do you? Was wear... she wearing an open-toed shoe? Yes. Oh, how do you on. fucking do that? Come on! And not at a restaurant where people eat. Yeah, no, it was like, Stop well, my it. brother ran over my foot with a, a skateboard or something when we were younger and it never grew back. Well, bitch, put on fucking sneakers then. Shit. Don't leave press on. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a such thing as a fake toenail. For people in her situation, I'm sure she's not the only one who has got a missing toenail that it won't grow back. Or wear socks. Do something. Cover something. it up. Open toe. Jeez. <laughs> so the Ricky Martin foot fetish. Ew, wait, per Curvy Barbie said, I've had my toes sucked. I liked it. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot different having your toes sucked. But see, it's the same thing as eating, eating your ass. I could never, no matter if it felt good, I could never be okay with it because the thought that someone is either eating your ass or your foot is just so repulsive to me. And I'm like, I couldn't do that to another person. How can you get out of there? That's got to be horrible for you. I know it feels good to me right now a little bit, but get out. No, I can't enjoy it because okay. it's so disgusting. But here's the thing. What if you it, it was it, there's, you have no choice to say neither? You had to eat an ass? What am I drugged? I, uh, I, I'm with Bill Cosby? Yes. I'm Cosby? You have I'm no chance. And I have no choice? You have no choice. No, because if you say neither, you know, whatever. But you have to choose one. I know you hate both. Or ass or foot? Uh, well, Foot. See, I'd rather eat ass. I'd rather well, eat my wife's ass well, than that, suck on her toe. That is par for your narrative. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't yeah. surprise anybody. But I think feet are just fucking, oh, God. You just Get look out of there. <laughs> Jen, the ex. She thought it was funny trying to put a pinky up there. And you would think that I would enjoy it. What with the doctor and all. <laughs> no, I'd be like, get out of there. I had to say more than... A handful of times. Another thing that we didn't need to learn this week. I'm going to share this story about a guy who had 150 live bugs removed from his nose. He didn't even know they were there. Oh, God, that's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Jacksonville doctors removed 150 live bugs in the larva stage from the nose and sinuses. Oh. Of a man. He'd been feeling off since October. It wasn't until his face and his lips swelled up that he went to the hospital. I started getting constant nosebleeds. He said, I couldn't even get up to the, go to the bathroom without my nose starting to bleed. Then he went to the doctor for an examination. Doctor goes, ooh, I see movement. Oh, God, that's horrifying. Make this bigger for you. Oh. He examined the man's nose with a camera only to discover dozens of bugs feeding on the inside of the nose and sinus cavity and shedding tissue and poop, which is what spurred the man's inflammation. Did he never blow his nose? You, they really didn't want to. They didn't want to come. They were hanging on. Size-wise variations, larger ones were as big as the end of the doctor's pinky. Holy shit. Living in his nasal cavity. There were certain larvae, this is where I got that sentence from, certain larvae inside the nose that were scurrying around and looking for places to feed and others that had burrowed into tissue. Oh, God, that's They tried fun. to remove the bugs with the suction, but when that got clogged, they used different instruments to pluck them out, and those little buggers didn't want to get evicted, the doctor said. So they're hanging on, and picture like a, 
a little tweezers pulling a butt end of a, a worm and the other the worm is stretching because he's hanging on with the other oh, end. God. The bugs were crawling inside the man's face. They were right up against his skull base. Oh, God. That's, oh, God. Right up oh. against his skull base, right underneath the brain. And had they gone through that, they would have killed him. They would Yeah, he would have been dead. Look at that. Bro, that's just, just as disgusting to me as seeing a like, cluster of holes. That's awful. <laughs> I can't even look at the screen anymore. He figures that uh, he handles fish. Oh. For his job. He goes, I got to change my lifestyle. I handle fish. Before, I'd rinse my hands in the river. Now I'll use cleaner to do a better job and not touch my nose or hand. Oh, so he picked his and nose. there's the dish oh, of all the bugs that they pulled God. out of his skull. <laughs> those aren't fucking little bugs, man. No, those look like fucking mealworms. Holy shit. Right? They didn't want to get out. of They had a good life in there, man. Constant supply of food. God. That's yeah. awful. That's horrifying. So remember that's that story the where the story. remember the story where that woman fucking had a, a zit on her arm or something, and then it popped in the shower, and thousands of spiders came out of it. Yeah. it that's the type of shit that make you want to fucking just off yourself. Antonio goes, I can't, guys. Let me know when this is done. We're done. It's just yeah. us now. Yeah, which yeah. might be even scarier. <laughs> Oh, and then, God. and then this story. I just saw this this morning, but it counts. Uh, Joe Exotic. Remember Joe Exotic from Tiger King? Yeah. He's in jail, but he shooted his shot. He shot his shot oh, no. at Machine Gun Kelly from prison on, <laughs> on X. Uh, <laughs> I could see them together, actually. They, they... He's, currently, he's 60. Currently serving a 21-year-old prison sentence. Went to X to shoot a shot at the 33-year-old Pac Punk Rippa. Uh, he goes, oh. He shared the photo of MGK's new tattoo, right? <coughs> a tiger and a little bit of meth. I can make MGK gay. Oh, wow. Of course, meth will make you do anything. I feel like if, if MGK was going to go to the other side, Joe Exotic wouldn't be his type. No, and trust me, MGK's already had a cock in his mouth. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Please, He's, he stop. experiments. Yeah, he might very well do that on a regular basis. He might enjoy it. He's like but my to brother. to get to the point where he got to, yeah. you have to do that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Carrie's Berry said MGK is already gay. So, oh, I mean, of course. I get you drunk and some meth. I'll turn you gay. Well, duh. <laughs> MGK said I don't even need to be drunk or the meth Just Well if you remember from the show His two husbands what were they, what were they named uh, oh. Dylan, Dylan Passage was one of them Yeah what's the other one uh. Travis But they were like on the show If I remember correctly they were like revealed to be Straight And he turned them Quote unquote turned them gay With drugs and then like Promising that they could take care of his animals. Oh. Right? He, he lured them in. He groomed them. This man is disgusting. Disgusting. I'm going to fuck that straight guy, but first I'm going to feed him meth. What a fucking... Fuck. <laughs> He's like, MGK, get me out of here. He's been begging everybody for drugs. Or I mean, for uh, for freedom. I think he went to Kim K to... Yeah, he did. To have him freed. Like, you know, she's yeah. been doing all that shit with uh, yeah. the criminals. 
Wow. Well, those are uh, those are three things that we didn't really need to know that we learned <laughs> this week. Well, what do you think the worst out of those three is? I'm thinking the bugs, man. Oh, it's got to be the bugs. For sure, the bugs. And then the feet and then the... No. Because the grooming aspect of it is disgusting. The feet thing is last. The bugs, Tiger King, and then Ricky Yeah, Martin's I'm going to agree with you on that. Right? Yeah, because if I had to fuck Tiger King or eat feet, I'd eat feet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, like I said... I talked to my boss, Robbie Bridges, last night. He's got some great stories. You may have heard him on PLJ. Yeah. 100. Yep. Up and down the eastern seaboard. Detroit. <laughs> All of them. So many friggin' places. Now, of course, <laughs> he does mornings down the shore. 1071 The Boss. He's also the boss of The Boss. Yep. They don't call it program director anymore. What do they call it? Brand manager? Well, I we call it vice president of programming, and I... We don't have a program director under me. I just do it myself. So that, yeah. that's fancier anyway. Whenever you get sick of president yeah, in somewhere, sure. yeah, that was uh, that was what I was. It's vice president. So I'm basically oh. Dan Quayle. <laughs> no, but you know how to spell potato. You don't know that. <laughs> so it's nice to finally, you know, not a lot of people get to uh, talk to their boss in such a fashion, right? I'm I mean, just the quarterback of the team. I'm not your boss. Don't look at it that way. We're all on the same team here, big guy. No, I get that, and that's what you know. That's what everybody appreciates about you. But I mean, you, you are the boss, and you're a radio geek. And I was telling somebody the other day, I had Dead Air Dave on um, a couple of days ago. I love Dead Air Dave. I, he does uh, he does news on CBS AM now. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. And Ten Ten Wins as well. Whenever I have radio people on the show, I always get so many DMs from other radio people. Who's oh, I love the radio conversation. It's so great. It's awesome. And sure. uh, I, I told Dave that. I went over to your house once. Like, you've rekindled my love for radio. I went to your house. We hung out. All we did was watch other DJs on YouTube. For, for... Well, not only did we do that, but I also saw an episode of uh, West Palm Beach Party with Hurricane Wayne from oh, 1988. Yeah. yeah. Which was, was awesome. Yeah. Dave was like, oh, my God, you two dorks. Like, yeah. Well, he's welcome to come over the next oh, time. All right. <laughs> I bet he will. But that's that's not, by the way, listen, that's very nice of you to say, and you said that to me privately the other day, and that really, uh, truly means a lot to me that you would say that, because I do love it, and I love that uh, a guy as talented as you, maybe you needed a little a little rekindling, so that, that really means a lot, man. Thank you no. for saying that. Seriously. I did. Well, and I mean it. I, you know, I've, I've been through some horrible bosses recently, and... Uh, I've heard that. Know, yeah, I can't believe that fucker got another job. <laughs> but whatever. Where is he working now? Philly. Oh, is he in Philly? It's amazing to me. Like sometimes there are people that are total ass clowns, and I'm like, oh, they're working there now. I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, they just pop up like uh, whack a mole, and you're like, I can't believe it because there's so many good people that either are working, you know, for peanuts part time or whatever it is. You're like, how is this guy always finding a job? Bam, right away. Yeah, but yeah. like, I'm old now, and and I know everybody, and no one ever calls if I get a problem, and that's what yeah. I don't understand. And <laughs> and like our station does really well. I feel like the phone should be ringing, but that's all right. Yeah, no, I love working at the boss. One zero seven one, the boss. Yeah, we're sure. we're like the uh, who said this to me uh, that we're like the I think it was my. My friend Gary Berkowitz, you know that name? Oh, yeah, Gary. Yeah, I do know the name, yeah. Gary is a very talented consultant, and he was the guy that launched my hometown Top 40 station, Pro FM, in Providence, Rhode Island, which is about to celebrate its 50th anniversary. I think it's one of the oldest FM pop stations. And he goes, uh, the boss is like an oasis in the desert for radio people, say, seeking the mirage that is live and local radio. And I was like, right. you know, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Well, you know, and some might say it's old-fashioned the way we're doing things, but it sure. fucking works. I mean, I mean listen, the uh, the numbers don't lie. Thank God for the people in New Jersey for liking what we're doing. Seriously. Yeah. 
Exactly. Well, I'm going to start with a bang sort of here. Sure, are, we can talk about are... anything you want. We don't just have to talk about radio. You want to talk no, about uh, you want to talk about gas prices? I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start with a fuck Mary kill. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. This is the radio geek version of fuck Mary kill. Okay. Scott Shannon, Elvis Duran, and Howard Stern. Fuck Mary kill. Boy, that's tough because I uh, I truly I, I I don't know Howard. I know Elvis. I know Scott. Obviously, uh, Scott very well. So that's tough. Um, well, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'd kill Elvis. I know that. Oh, That's God. all I'm going to say. And, and sorry, Elvis, you're a nice guy, but I'd have to. I like Howard and Scott better. That's all I can say. But. I will say this though. I'll say this. I don't really care for old Howard, and it's not that I, I'm a prude or anything. I just think that he's much better than some of the dumb shit that he used to do. And so I think now you're seeing just how good Howard really is. I think he's one of the best interviewers there is. And oh, when he was sure. talking to, you know, porn stars or whatever, I think it was a waste of his abilities. A lot of people say, well, you know, he's become everything he hated. But wouldn't it be weird to see a 70-year-old man having strippers come into the studio and sitting on top of speakers and having them vibrate their pussies? Wouldn't that be I mean, well, weird? If, if Howard was still doing all that at 70, people would complain about that too, right? Well, I think in a way he's still you know, he's innovating and he's doing something fresh because it was fresh when he did that. So then everybody wanted to do it. And there were guys, Opie and Anthony and other guys that did that chuck chuck thing. And now the fact that he's not doing it is kind of fresh. Just like I, you know, you know, that you know this about me, Kane, I'm a big Letterman guy mm. and Letterman did crazy stuff like jumping in the, with the Pepto-Bismol and all of that in the eighties. But then by 2015 or whatever, he's interviewing, you know, the head of the UN. And right. I think that was fresh in its own way mm. that it would be, It'd be lame if he kept doing the same thing for 40 years, you know, and I, I think, think that's, that's true for all of us. Yeah, that comes with age. It comes with your your priorities and your interests changing, you know? Yeah. What a serious it? answer to a really stupid question, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't say. Who so I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. Marrying or fucking. I'm not letting you off the hook. Who are you marrying and who are you fucking? No, I'm not answering that. I have no You're really that. not? No, because these are people that are, I mean, especially okay. Scott is a close personal friend. So that's right. just, it's just weird. Well, that's, that's why I said you'd for sure say you're going to marry Scott. Fuck Howard. I don't know that I'd want. I mean, listen, I'd say this to him. I don't know that I'd want to be married to Scott because I I also know Mrs. Scott. And like, it's uh, he's a he's a handful. So I don't know. (laughs) Now, you're someone you talk about this on the air. Is this really the field for someone that hates people? Absolutely. This is the only this is the only field for somebody that hates people. And and the best part is when people call and they have their own opinions, I can hang up and go, well, you don't have a show. And I do for now. So. (laughs) So I don't care. (laughs) We have we have that in common. We are. I wouldn't. I think you're a little worse. I wouldn't say that I'm loath to go <laughs> hang out with people, oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, you don't enjoy making personal appearances, and you have to do that a lot in radio. And it's just it's just funny. Well, that you know what? Is here, what we, here's what it is. I, I this is this is the big surprise. I actually love people. I do. I love the. But I mostly love the idea of people. And sometimes <laughs> I love people, and I meet them, and I'm obsessed with them because I think they're just so interesting, and I think about what they've said, and I take them to heart. But most of the time, people let me down because most people, most people, many people are bozos. And if not complete idiots, people that just have no business having an opinion about anything. And those are the people that you tend to run into, you know, the people in line, the people in traffic and the people running the government. And these are the people that I just have no use for, you know. I know that the mafia is hearing this going, oh, well, that's fucking Kane. That's, that's him. On Wait a minute, what's the mafia? Basis. Is that your fan club? That's well, that sounds a little because we're in New Mickey Jersey. Mouse. You don't mean the actual mafia, do you mean? No, do you mean the no. actual mafia? Fan club. M I C K E Y M O U S C. Little dated. No, fan it's, club? Just, it's our listeners. We call them the mafia. 
Oh, okay. I think, I think they named themselves, but they have an idea. They're like, well, Kane, you should do a side podcast and call it Kane Hates yeah. Everything. Yeah. Because, and that was their idea because I, you know, I don't like a lot of things. See, I don't get that from you. Like, I had that expectation. Now, listen, here's another thing. Kane and I have, have uh, known of each other, I think, for quite some time, right? But yeah. we haven't really known each other. We've known each other for about two years now. Mm -hmm. And and I um, I had the impression of you that you were kind of a, what's the, what's the word for it? Kind of, a, you know, like an intimidating, intense kind of, you know, <laughs> hey, man, like, a you know, and, and that's not, you're a very, you're a big teddy bear. You're a warm and fuzzy kind of guy. And well, I was I surprised that. to learn that. But so I don't get the I hate people from you at all. I really don't. I think it's just because I uh, there are just certain 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 things throughout my day that I complain about. I don't necessarily complain about people so much, but it's like yeah. like you just said, the guy going slow in a left lane, or the the asshole who can't figure out how to work a self checkout machine. You know, yeah. things like that. People the paying with a check at the supermarket. What is that? What <laughs> yeah, is that? When's the last time you have you seen that recently? Yeah. As a matter of fact, we stopped and had a uh, a bite earlier today because what I like to do is go and eat like a pig before a semi gluten. Uh, treatment and uh we're, we're stopping and have a quick just some appetizers before we do this and there is apparently some sort of a power surge here in uh, new jersey near where we live and we stop in this bar and the waiter is uh, well you know it's probably not safe to be here and uh, i wanted to get off but the manager made me work and i'm like now what a what is that you know be happy that you have a job be happy to do uh, you know what are you right. doing people like that bug me you know yes Yes, me too. I mean, be happy that you're working and you're with life is fine. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't mm. be complaining that you're working. I mean, I'm your patron. Just, you know, I don't say anything, but I want to. And that's what makes me crazy. Have you slipped? Have you ever given someone like, say, you know, you got to be somewhere for the for the station for your job. And yeah. a listener comes up and says, you know, right away that ugh, this person's going to be gross. Have you ever sure. have you ever been a little to someone a little rude? I don't know. I mean, Probably a little aloof, if I'm being honest. I mean, yeah. I try not to be, but I mean, especially as I've gotten older. I mean, so, and listen, there's some people that like, who would I, if they come up and they're like, hey, uh, so, I, you know, I love that other station. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't listen to your station ever, but uh, what are yeah. you giving away? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't have time for that. It's just, you know, I, I don't go to the Pepsi factory and say, man, Coke is better. You <laughs> bastards, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what I'll, I saw, hey, uh, someone you meet, they don't know what you do necessarily. You tell them, oh, I'm on the radio. Oh, I don't listen to the radio. I uh, hear that all. I hear it from my family. It's amazing to me that people yeah. would say. And and by the way, we know statistically that it is not true. So it's. Uh, I, I am baffled by how you know newspaper. God love them are actually dying. I mean, there's there's hard right. statistics that show the circulation mm -hmm. of the you know the biggest papers like USA Today all the way down to your local hometown. Pick it up for free in the diner papers. Decreasing the yeah. viewership of over the air linear television cable clearly decreasing. Now, listen, radio has got the piece of the pie being sliced up more. But and by the way, radio, for the most part, blows in most parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm grateful that we work for a crazy owner that's willing to still spend money and do it right where we are on Oasis and Desert because most radio is is boring at best and bad at worst. And yet still like a cockroach, it's still maintaining about 85 percent of the American audience, at least sometimes over the course of a week. That is not the case for the other, quote unquote, old media. So the fact that there's always these articles, especially online, about how, you know, things are well in a declining business like radio. What do you mean in a declining business like radio? It's not it, it's a changing business. You know, it's a lot harder than it mm -hmm. was. I think the kids are going to you know, give you less time than maybe people did when there wasn't five other choices. But that makes me nuts because it's just not true. And it's amazing because I don't even think we're putting our best product forward. No, we're not at all. It's getting worse.
Nobody wants to put money towards it because I think so. Well, in a lot of instances, for sure. I mean, we're lucky in a you know near New York City, L.A. You know, but you were out in the middle of nowhere. A lot of these stations, you know, not even staffed. And I think sometimes you have, you read about these natural disasters and stuff. There's a guy in Alabama. His his damn tower fell down, oh, God. and he didn't have the money to put it back up. In a small town like that, he's really a lifeline for people. You know, working right. in these rural areas, radio is is important in a whole other way out in those places. Amazing to me that the narrative is well, you know, it's it's over and it's a dying bit. It's Get, why not, is matter, that we're the supposed perception to... then? Why is that the narrative? Is it just is the is it a, a conspiracy from the? Are they all trying to bring it down by lying to everyone? They're all getting together and lying because I've seen I've seen the graphs that you post. I've seen the numbers. People do listen mm-hmm. to the radio, but why is it then that I've got people telling me all the time too that they don't listen? I don't, I don't get it. I think, uh, listen, I, this is a controversial thing to say, but I think the, the, the lot of people that you know, the, the whole swaths of the population are not necessarily uh, highbrow people, and yeah, to some yeah. degree, I think you and I probably run in circles that aren't necessarily you know blue collar guy listen that's not an insult to them but there's just a different right. group of people we're white collar workers and we're not on the line with these kind of guys every day they're more likely to listen to the radio than somebody that can go and spend seven hundred dollars a month on sirius xm or whatever it is you know what right. i'm saying so i think that's part of it so when you hear people aren't listening it's because there are more options and people try them and radio is not as sexy as it once was right i also secondly think that- i no, I do think there is a conspiracy, and I think that's kind of a nefarious word, but I do think among the you know the people that write the majority of the articles, which are all populating online and they're looking for clicks, it's a popular narrative to attack old media and say that it's dying and you know everything that's digital is is a future. And I think to some degree also advertisers have bought into that because the people that are yeah. doing those buys are, you know, getting younger than they, you know, so they don't have a relationship with radio the way someone who's been around for a long time and has seen how radio works for a business does. So, you know, I, I do think to some degree there's a, you know, kick them while they're down, even though they're not really down kind of mentality among these digital guys, they like look down on radio, you know? And by the way, I think radio people by and large look down on themselves. I've always said that it's amazing to me how the movie people get up and they're just, it's totally normal for movie and TV people to celebrate themselves and make a big spectacle about not only, you know, I'm on this show, I'm wearing this dress, I'm at this award show, but, uh, oh, yeah, it's the Lifetime Achievement Award for this person we've never friggin' heard of and blah, 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 and there's 20 other speeches about it. Radio should do some of that. Right. We have little award ceremonies, but, like, it's not a big deal, and radio reaches so many Americans that we should do that. We should celebrate. We should care, and when you care, people mm-hmm. care about your product, and that's another thing that we just don't do, you know? I'm sorry. It- I'm on a tangent here. No, but- no. It's very interesting. Those have always been the jokes though even i mean you know even 30 years ago when i first started in radio it's like oh yeah we're we're always the the one rung above circus monkeys you know it's never been <laughs> yeah as far as entertainers go it's never really been we were the first influencers radio people really when you think about it i mean listen there's a you get a uh you know a weekend anchor job on cbs even in the state it's in now, which is like 77% below where it was 10 years ago. And that's like a $2 million a year gig. Yeah. You hire a guy to work a weekend shift in Chicago and he makes maybe 20 bucks an mm. hour. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, but the part of that is, is our fault as, as people in this business, because we kind of put our head down and go, well, you know, you know, uh, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Have, if you, yeah. you got to believe in what you're doing and we should, because a lo- a large swath of, I use that word again, swath of the country love what we do. You know, so it's crazy to me that we aren't singing it from the rooftops. You know, know? what else in your life gets you going like this? What are your other passions? I'm passionate about uh, politics, uh, about current affairs. Uh, I'm passionate about food. I'm passionate (laughs) about my family. So I get going on some stuff. All right. What about, uh, ooh, I'll ask you this then. It kind of combines radio and politics. Sure. George Soros. Yeah. 
purchasing all of the uh, was it the stock options or whatever mm -hmm. took control mm -hmm. of Odyssey or will take control of Odyssey? I think he's yeah, he is now uh, the largest uh, stakeholder in Odyssey yes. as they go through their uh, reorganization. That's right. Right. So now, does that mean that he's going to have? I asked Dad or Dave about that, but he works at Odyssey and didn't want to say anything. Does that mean now that he's going to have creative control and narrative control, and is he going to make all the stations across? Because we know he's far left. Is he going to uh, dictate that all of them now? Only, uh, only pedal one message, or how do you think that's going to work? I mean, I have no idea, but my guess would be that he would have no involvement mm. at all. I, mm. I, I don't. I mean, he's like a hundred years old, so my guess is that this I is know. not some sort of a grab, you know, for him to build a uh, a, a Rupert Murdoch esque media empire. That it's just. Uh, I, I mean, I imagine he's probably looking at making some money on the dollar, as is assuming that the thing is going to fall apart and then be sold off to other mm. owners. And I. With, you know, I, I suspect that's probably the case. I mean, I'm certainly not wishing people lose their their jobs or whatever, but I just I think the future for Odyssey as it stands now is pretty bleak. What uh, am I yelling? I feel like I'm yelling. <laughs> you're fine. No. I'm going to have tinnitus after this, but you're fine. Uh, what's the best radio station in New York? right now? <laughs> what do you think? What sounds the best? Oh, that's a good question. I think uh, Q104, yeah. Uh, yeah. the classic rock station, is a really good radio station. Not necessarily my taste in, in, in music because they're, they're pretty deep and pretty rocky. You know, I'm not a yeah. real like hard rock, egg banging kind of guy. But I think it's a good radio. You know, they're great personalities, really well programmed for what the audience are reaching, clever promos. I think they're a really good radio station. And um, again, not really my taste. I, I, you got to give credit to what WABC, the AM station, is trying to do, you know, being live and local on AM without an FM translator mm. yeah. or a simulcast. You know, they're, they're doing and they're doing pretty well. They're, they're showing that you don't need the big agencies. You can just make relationships with car dealers in your local town and make some money. You know, I think it's great. Um, what's the best interview you've yeah. ever done? You know, this is going to be a, an obnoxious answer because it's kind of like a, you know, what was I doing talking to this person? But I, I was blown away. I got to talk to uh, Maya Angelou. Mm. She came Ooh, to yeah. do a book reading or something. And I was I was doing a uh, I was a DJ, but I was then doing a Sunday talk thing that like, was like a serious, not politics, but like a more serious interview, like a Dick Cavett kind of thing. Right. Or a Charlie Rose kind mm. of show. And so I would get people like that came in and she was coming in to do a book of poetry or something. And so I got a couple of minutes with her and I, she started asking me questions about, you know, where do you see yourself in life? And she was like, just philosophizing. It's just beautiful 30 minute conversation with this. I mean, she's an amazing woman. So that one was like, wow, what am I doing talking to Maya Angelou? That's crazy. You know? She's like, why are you so tightly wound? <laughs> <laughs> she was just a lovely, lovely woman. She seems uh, like I, she would yeah. be. Yeah, it was, yeah, it like, was really ever, kind of a remarkable... Like you ever, ever saw her yelling at somebody, you'd be like, wait, what? What the fuck? <laughs> right, like a little mix of grandmotherly and, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. if there was, you know, like Morgan Freeman, you know, like a voice of God kind of, like if you think yeah. if there's God, this is what God would look and sound like, you know? Very, <laughs> very brilliant kind of person. Worst interview. Have you ever had to kick anyone out? Have you ever just... Ugh. I, mean, I don't know if there's anybody who's been horrible. It wasn't necessarily a bad interview, but the interview that always stands out, and I've told this story in the air, is I have like a, a semi-little feud with uh, Pat Monahan of mm. Train. Uh -huh. um, because in the year 2000, um, well, I did have Wayne Brady. You remember that whole thing last year? He's a real douchebag. I really don't like him at all. <laughs> wow. Wait, um, what, what's this story? Yeah. I want to hear this one. Well, I got to give you, there, there's, these are three quick stories. Uh, what, Wayne okay. Brady was on last year on, on the current show we're doing and just got all snippy with me because I said, you know, it's crazy. You're a game show host. How do you feel about taking on being like Monty Hall doing let's make a deal? Well, I'm so much more than a game show host and I, I won an Oscar and blah, blah, whatever the hell it is he was oh. out. And he was just a real... And I said, hey, calm down. He's like, I'm calm. You're the one that's fighting with me. He got like all hostile. And I was like, what a, 
<laughs> what is your problem? Uh, and then I got a beef with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Not the Mark Wahlberg, the Mark Wahlberg, Mark, but the Mark Wahlberg that's the host of Antiques Roadshow. Mm. You know this guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Antiques Roadshow on PBS? Yes. Well, he comes on, and I you know, I ask about whatever it is. He's, he's hosting some game show or something. And then I said, uh, so Antiques Roadshow, it's been on PBS for like 25 years. People love that show. It's like, uh, you know, comfort food. And he goes, yeah, I'm sorry I'm not doing it anymore. I'm like, yeah, you are. I just saw an episode. No, I'm not. I haven't done it for 12 years. Well, I went and looked at the thing. It's on his his IMDb. It's like he's – so for some reason, he lied to me about he was still hosting. <laughs> it was bizarre. I've never gotten a resolution on it, so he's on my shit list as well. Uh, <laughs> And I've talked about this on the show. So that those two, but here's the Pat Monahan story that people love. So it's the summer of 2000, and I'm working at a little top 40 station up in Connecticut. And there's a bunch of different people that are playing this this show. And there's like a tour. Remember, they, the record labels do this where they put like five artists on a show, and then they bring it from city yeah, to yeah. city, and they play the show. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So the BB Mac is there. Remember BB Mac? Mm-hmm. They had a pop hit back here. Yep. And Train is there and some other people. And so Train at this point has maybe had Meet Virginia, but like no one really like you, you might have heard of them, but they're they're no but they're not Train yet. They're brand new. And so Pat Monahan and and I might have just been him, I forget, come up and sit down. And I think they're BB Mac, because my piece of paper says BB Mac is next uh-huh. in the interview line. And so I go, Hey man, great to see you. So you're in Bop magazine with NSYNC and Backstreet. How do you feel about that? And, this, and Pat looks at me like, You asshole, and he says, uh, yeah, uh, I didn't realize we were in those magazines. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, it's great. And the girls are loving you and you're all blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you realize that we're trained and not BB Mac, right? I'm like, yes, of course, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> now, he went along with it and, you know, we did our three minutes. That was it. I see him about nine years later and he goes, you, I remember you. And then we talked about it. And then I've seen him several times since. And he has a bit of a uh, a bit of a disgust about yeah. me and rightfully so, because I did screw it up. So to me, that's when you say what interview was a disaster. That's the one that always comes to mind because it's now almost 25 years and Pat Monahan hates me. So <laughs> but what's funny is he went along with it. Yeah, he did. Initially he did go along with it. You know, maybe he, I don't know. He was new, but, but he never forgot it. So Not, to this day. Wow. You know what? I would feel proud that I had such an impact on someone negative or positive that nine years later, he seeks you out, points at you and remembers. That's, that's a, that's a badge of yeah, honor. If you ask sure. me. I most recently saw him maybe five or six years ago, and he busted, but he said, uh, there he is. There's Mr. BB Mac. How are you? And I know that he still is. It's still fresh because he was doing a red carpet. And our friend Ralphie Aversa saw him and said, oh, yeah, I do a radio show. at one said one, the boss. And uh, you, you know, uh, Robbie Bridges, he, he mistaken you for BB Mac. And he went, oh, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. You work with that guy. <laughs> so, so there you go. Thanks, Ralphie. Thanks, Ralphie. Uh, before, I, before I let you go, uh, if I would just, you know, hypothetically were ever to say fuck on the air, would I get fired? If you said fuck on the boss, would I fire you? Yeah. I mean, I really wouldn't want to fire you, but I mean, I think there's probably paperwork <laughs> and reprimanding that, you know, like, okay. yeah, there's probably some sort of a warning because it's like against the, you know, we could lose the station. Yeah. yeah. It'd be really bad if you did that. I prefer you didn't. <laughs> well, no, I would prefer I didn't do it. I've said it everywhere I've been, so I figured it's going to happen eventually. <laughs> oh, good. Well, that's great to know. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. Appreciate it. I was going to say, am I getting the boot now? It's 30 minutes. Is this it? You're kicking me off? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I only paid for 30. It's going to shut off. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you for this. <laughs> Robbie Bridges. Yeah. All right. 1071 The Boss Morning Show hosts. Robbie and Rochelle show. That's his wife. They are always together. And yet and he, I never see them fight. Ever. Yeah. They probably do it behind closed doors. He knows his shit, man. Like, just as far as, like, just local radio, 
just smart man. Yeah. He knows his shit. He could spew out statistics and analytics like like that. Oh yeah. No, he's one Crazy. of the smartest people that I've Definitely smarter than the last one I worked with. Well, I mean, my fucking dog is smarter than the last one. Hey, give give best friend Russ a call. Yeah, let's call him. All right, hold on. Because we tried to call Russ yesterday. I woke up to a text from him, and our, our phones were down, you know, the AT&T thing. Yeah. And he says, oh, my God, uh, something happened to me that was just like when you were doing dishes, and you dropped a spoon, and it didn't hit the floor, and it just disappeared. Well, something similar happened to me, too. And he told me the story yesterday at the gym. And I know we teased it yesterday, and the mafia wants to know what happened. And he said he would call. He said he'd be ready. So if this goes to voicemail, you suck. Your call has been forwarded. Yeah. Wow. Come on. Come on, Russ. You suck, bro. Yeah. He knows to expect this. Maybe he's on the phone because he works for Douglas Elliman Real Estate. His phone starts blowing up at 8 o'clock in the morning with these numbnuts who want to look at apartments, and he's got to deal with this person and that person. So... He's probably on the phone. Hopefully, he'll call when he gets a second. He was talking about that big deal. He was when we were going to see Corey. He's working on that big That's deal. That's the sign sealed delivered. All right, good for yeah. him, man. That's great because yeah. we were talking about it. He was like in the midst of like finalizing it. Right. That's if great. you watch the show Million Dollar List, Listing, New York, that is Douglas Elliman. Yeah. Those guys. Well, in Los Angeles too. It's all. I think it's the same company, Douglas Elliman. But he yeah, works yeah. for that company, and he just he just sold his first. Two million dollar listing, which is uh, amazing. Pretty exciting. Well, I, the papers are signed. I don't want to jinx it. Hopefully, I didn't just fucking jinx it. But uh, he's calling back. Hold on. Here is he go. calling back? Yeah. All right. Hey, hold on. Let me get him on the right. Uh, okay. Hey, Russ. Yo, best friend, Russ. What's up? What's going on? Are you talking about me or something? Yes. Uh, you need to tell the story. The mafia needs to hear the story about. Uh, whatever happened to you, the similar story when my, when my spoon disappeared. Oh, oh that old me. story. Yeah. That old thing. The thing you told me at the gym yesterday, what happened to you? Cause everybody was mocking me, including you. Oh, it's spoon <laughs> that disappear. And then I mock you too. Yeah, exactly. And then something happens exactly the same to you and see, I'm like, now you I'm, see. I know now I guess I believe your stupid spoon story. All right. So what's know. your stupid story? Well, I don't know. Mine is a little, I guess, less exciting. But I, the other night, I, well, how, you know, wait, like hang, a, on, hang on, hang on. How was mine exciting? What? I was doing dishes, dropped a spoon, it disappeared. It's the same thing. Well, because yours is a, a spoon, which is larger and metal. And I was always like, okay, yeah, I, something had to happen. There's no way the spoon just went into nowhere. There's got the spoon has to be somewhere, like under the sink or under the fridge or but under it wasn't. I and, looked and it wasn't okay well I know and now I, I agree and and even in your apartment there's really not many places it could go because that sink is open like right. one of those old open sinks for whomever doesn't know whatever but yeah so but now I get it but um um uh yeah I was just I, I have these little uh alcohol swabs um and I just use them for the square. Um, they're square. Yeah, you're, they're you're not at that the doctor small. And it's what they use when they when they clean your hand if they're they are your arm if you're going to get a shot. Right. It's just a, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. So if I like have a zit coming in or something, I, I like throw that. I, I open them up and put that on there or whatever. It right. dries come, it out. The you know? square yeah. comes individually wrapped in the in the packet. Yes. yes. Right. Exactly. 
So, uh, yeah, I opened it up and I tore it open the way I always do. And I went to pull out the little, uh, the little cottony thing in the middle and it fell, uh, out of my hands and I went down to pick it up and it was nowhere to be found. Like wow. nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. I looked everywhere because now I was freaking out. Like, wow, well, this is ridiculous. It has to be somewhere. And like I was thinking with your stupid spoon, like that shit's got to be somewhere. Um, where is it? And uh, I looked, I even looked places that were ridiculous. I looked, I pulled my underwear. I had my underwear, my flip flops, you know, like, you know, you know, I had my socks. I think I had socks with flip flops. <laughs> Dad, that is true. I'm certainly a dad. No, but you know, because no one's looking at me, so I don't care. I got the socks, the flip flops. I think I was going to bed in a minute or whatever. Um, Yeah, and 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 I was in my downstairs bathroom, which is really small, so it couldn't have. It's tiny. It couldn't have gone anywhere. So literally, I'm looking on the ground. Okay, I'm like, it's not there. Okay, cool. I'm looking. I got a little carpet down there, a little rug thing. Pulled that up. I'm like, well, okay, it's not here. I looked behind the toilet. I looked, I looked, I places that no human would think in a billion years because I'm very, you know how I am. I'm very particular, like whatever. I'm like, okay, well now I'm going to look here. I looked everywhere possible. I looked under the sink, like maybe thinking some sort of friction grabbed it and made it cling. So under I was your, you looked really, under your shoes in case you maybe stepped I looked, on yeah. it. Yeah. I looked under my shoe. I looked under, on in my. Sh- I took my flip flops off. I think I took my socks off. I took my underwear down. I took my shirt off, looking like okay. I looked everywhere humanly possible. So then I now I called Melissa and I'm like Melissa. She's upstairs going to bed. I'm like, can you get down here? And she's like, what, what happened? Did the cats get hurt? She's freaking out because she freaked. Her first thing is to freak out, no matter what. Right. You know, <laughs> right, like right. Right. Her, she's a woman. Her first instinct. No, I'm kidding. Okay. But yeah, her, her thing was to freak out. She runs downstairs. I'm like, no, no, don't get nervous. It's nothing that bad. And I have her looking and she's like, I don't know. I don't know. She's like, no, wait, it's nowhere. Then James comes home. Uh, my son who's, you know, 19 years old. So he's a sharp kid, really smart, you know, whatever. So I have my James, I know this is ridiculous, but come do this look, look with me, you know, whatever. And he comes down and he, he's like, what were you drinking? I'm like, no, I, I don't know. He's like, no, he's, he didn't see it either. So it just, it just fucking disappeared. Wow. So it didn't go down the drain because you have one of those drain catchers thing. And it's too, yeah, you know. it couldn't, it couldn't go down the drain. Well, right. Uh, funny thing is I, I thought of all that. I looked any regardless, but but my hands weren't over the sink. My hands were to the right. left of where the sink, so it couldn't. And I know that someone's yeah. going to say, well, maybe the envelope was empty. You're positive that you had, there was a swab in there that you just dropped. Right. Yeah. And then, okay. you know. Vindication. Sweet vindication. Well, did you tell your other part where you. No, I didn't like, tell you the other part. Kind well, of thing? It's funny because maybe that was the sign that I had asked for about a, about an hour prior to Russ having this adventure. I was just randomly watching some videos on Instagram and I came across one of a, of a guy who said, this is proof of God here. And he, he was telling the story about, he was just in the middle of the woods. He was hunting 
and he came across this, this random lake and he saw an eagle on the other side of the lake and he, he prayed to God. He says, God, I, I said, I would really love to get close to that eagle. Didn't say why he was praying that. He just said, yeah, can you, you know, I just would like to see the eagle closer. Can you make the eagle closer? I would love to be. Then he pans out and that fucking eagle, wild eagle is sitting on his shoulder. Holy shit. The eagle was calmly just sitting on the dude's shoulder. You know, eagles are fierce. Yeah. <laughs> they'll yeah. Tear, you, they'll tear, your, tear your flesh off your bones. So I, wa I watched that and I got inspired. I started to pray. I said, God, wow. I See, I, I really didn't think that I could ask for signs, God. But because, you know, I, I think that would somehow um, water down my faith. I don't need a sign. I have faith. You know, I, I believe. I don't need you to show me something. I get it. I, I, I'm i right there. But I'm like, well, as long as we're asking for signs, this is okay. Well, give me a sign that like, you know, you're, you're in charge of everything and I, and that you hear me when I pray. And, you know, cause sometimes we feel like we're not heard when we pray. I know Jay, you brought that up. A yeah, couple of times, of course, but like, absolutely. but he's always, so I'm like, you know, just, just give me a sign. I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe if it's a bird, maybe I see a bird on a windowsill cause the Eagle was on top of my mind. Just, just give me a, like a sign just to let me know that you're around. All right. And if not, that's cool. Thank you. Amen. I love you. And then uh, maybe this is part of that. Maybe this weird thing happened to Russ because that was a sign from him to me. I don't know, but I like to. I yeah. feel like I feel like it is, but I don't know. Because I did immediately text you. I mean, not that yeah. you know signs can be. And by the way, I do. I've always asked for signs, and I sometimes kind of receive them, which is kind of cool. But yeah, I immediately texted you. I'm like, dude. All right, I get your stupid spoon story now because just call me in the morning. You're not going to believe my story. And you know what and most people do is is they write everything off to a coincidence. Yeah. Most of the time, it's not a coincidence. It is a sign. It's There's meaning behind the, the coincidence. Even if, and people will do that even if they pray for, for a sign or even, they won't believe it. You ask for something and you don't believe it. Ah, oh, that's just a coincidence. No. You got to start having yeah. faith that these things don't just happen accidentally. Yeah, you you prayed for it. You were asking right. for it. Yeah, no, I always did that, and I had the craziest story. I begged for a sign from my grandfather when he died because we were so close, and it didn't come exactly when or where I wanted it or whatever. But the night of his funeral, I probably told the story seven times, even on your show years ago. But the night of his funeral, and then one night uh, at, on his wake. So one of one event each night, um, I got like some crazy signs that I couldn't believe. I was like, "Whoa, this is pretty cool." I don't want to get all into it, but I was like, "Okay, that's a good enough sign." <laughs> like, I right. get it. Right. So, I know sometimes it's well, like too much. It's like, okay, now you're scaring me. <laughs> like, uh, like when yeah, we were cleaning, like when we were cleaning the house out to sell it after my mom had died, and uh, the uh, fire alarm that was hanging from the ceiling with no batteries in it started to go off. It's like, okay, all right, eh, eh, all right. Scary. Wait, me hold on, I don't believe that one, come on. Absolutely 100% true, I swear in my <laughs> mother's grave. My, my He's sister, a liar, you guys. My sister heard it, my, I, was out in the, I was out loading up the car and my sister was in the house and she stuck her head out the front door and she goes, did you hear that? I go, what? She goes, there's, there's a fire alarm. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I go in the house and I'm like, well, there's no way that, it's got no batteries in it. It's just hanging off the ceiling. It didn't go off. She goes, I heard it. I'm like, okay. What happened? Went off with me standing right underneath of it. 
So, wow. I, you know, here's the thing. So as a person, Kane, as you know this, we've had many conversations. As a person who lacks faith sometimes just due to what has happened in my life, do you see signs when you're only looking for them, number one, or, or do we create signs? So it, it could just be a random, you know, uh, something falling off the counter, and it could just, you could think back to a time when your mom threw it off the counter when you were a little boy. And well, that, that's, that's, no, that's you ra- trying to rationalize everything. That's human nature. It's okay. Like, no, because I look for signs sign. too. I look for signs, and I never, you know, because my mom passed right before Giovanni was died, and I look for uh, Giovanni was born, and I look for signs, and I never get them, and it pisses me I'm, off. I guarantee that they've been there. You just either have I written just don't them look. off, or yeah. you just, uh, you know, if you get if you're, you're so negative, if you if you're in a dark place, chances of seeing something like that are going to be a little lessened yeah. too. You know. True. Yeah, and they and they never come <clears throat> like Jay. I totally get you. I like I was doing that thing with my grandfather, and I've done it a million billion times. After that's my real number, but uh, after I've done it a lot, you know, since and before probably or whatever. But it doesn't like I was asking my grandfather. I'm like, okay, if you're if you're really not gone and you're really here and you're somewhere floating around and you, you're still kind of some being and something existing, uh, make this little. The, the thing yeah, on my uh, on my shape they're, they're not circus monkeys. Yeah. That's not the way it works. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. You can't pray. So you can't wasn't. pray and then sit there silently expecting wait. something to happen. Right, right. right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I did, works. but then I got different stuff, which is way cooler anyway, uh, afterwards. But it wasn't I couldn't pick it out. But yeah, like little stupid ass things like your little uh alcohol swab falling and disappearing or your spoon disappearing. <laughs> there yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, this edition of Proof Kane's Not Crazy brought to you by Best Friend Ross. Well, wait, that is that is not what I said. I did not put words in my mouth. But yeah, well, um, that's, that's the spin yeah. I put on it. All right. All right. All right. I'll, I'll see you at the gym I'll, later. Uh, goodbye now. Later, Ross. Goodbye us. now. Right. Later. Wow. Hey. That's crazy. Fuck you and all who doubted me. <laughs> you know who I doubt? I doubt this lady. Oh, boy. This video is hilarious. Uh, white woman and a white man just had a baby. Oh, that no. Really doesn't look like them. And I'll let the man explain all about it here. Baby. All right. This tr- what it says is congratulations to our cashier, Rachel, and her fiance, Paul, on their baby cash being born Saturday. Cash. And then there's an edit. Yes, Paul is the father. Well, I'll let the guy explain. Truck stop. Posted. Here's our Caucasian cashier, Rachel. Just had a new baby with her white-ass husband. The baby's name is Cash Jamal Buckman. The post comes with an explanation that, yes, Paul is the father, and Rachel has African-American DNA in her, which can skip generations and cause a child to be born with darker skin. The baby is also a discolored because it has jaundice or something, probably. (laughs) And their reveal oh is God. about a black, maybe about as black as you want. Wow. Right? And there's no way that came from those two. <laughs> Listen, well, look at his face. Listen to his reaction. <laughs> Rachel, you know good and hell well. That baby does not have jaundice. That baby has jaquandus, deshaundus, lebrondus. <laughs> Does not have jaundice. He was getting that mandongus, is what happened. Rachel has African American DNA in her. Yeah, I bet she does. I bet she was getting a lot about nine months ago. Y'all gotta see this. 
That guy's fucking hilarious. LeBron. Le- LeBron. Deshaun. How dumb is the guy, though? How dumb is him? Is he for for believing that that could be his baby? Do you love a woman that much where you believe that she has enough African American DNA to make a baby that looks like there's no? Well, it skips generations. Yeah, no, uh, uh, no way. Get the Maury show back on, man. We need Maury. That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Laquan says my grandson's biracial. He looks whiter than that. I know, but there's no, it, there's a difference between, I don't know. I, yeah. Oh, uh, the, wow. That baby got Le John, uh, LeBron. <laughs> the the Quandish. The Quandish. All right, let's do some news. <laughs> and now, from a location unknown for his safety, it's Kane with the Not Quite News. <laughs> Three things you should never do at work, <laughs> according to an HR professional. Don't overshare. True. You think they're your friend? You see them eight hours a day. Oh, they're my friend. No, they're going to run right to right to HR and fucking rat you out because they want your job. Don't be humble. Successful people tend to be very direct about their accomplishments, and they talk about it. If you're too humble, you might get passed up for a promotion more easily. Yeah. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and don't stick around too long at parties. Negative things come out of hanging around too long at company functions. I got no issues there either. Yeah, you you always leave early, right? You've said in the past, you, you're in and out. Just to, just long enough, have one drink, make sure the important people see you, and then get the fuck out of there. Dawn said we need to add a fourth. Don't listen to the Kane and Corey show at work. Nah, that's probably good <laughs> advice. <laughs> Tooth Fairy is being hit with declining wages. No shit. Delta Dental's 26th annual Tooth Fairy poll came out. The national average for for a tooth is $5.84, down 39 cents from last year, which was $6.23 for a fucking tooth. Come on. Yeah. I got a nickel and I liked it. (laughs) We went down to get ourselves the Hershey bar. (laughs) They were a nickel. Yeah. Oh, oh, my dad said that a time or two. I could get a Hershey bar for 10 cents. Whatchamacallit's 50 cents? Fuck out of here. Those are the good times, huh? Yeah. I used to love Whatchamacallit's. Do they still make Whatchamacallit's? No, yeah. right? Do, what do you do? You, has Giovanni had a tooth fallout? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. It's soon. It's coming. He's going to be five in November, so I'm sure it's coming, oh. I think. Is he body trained yet? Oh, yeah, he's been potty trained since he was like two and a half. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, okay. we started early with him, yeah. Employers trying to get uh, the uh, the workers back into the office, trying to woo them with smells. Like what, like vanilla? Like what type of smell would make you want to fucking go to the office? Oh, my God, I'm driving to the office. It smells like Indian sandalwood. <laughs> Seriously, my house doesn't smell like that. All I have is poop. Poop matches. <laughs> is there a smell that would make you want to like if, the, if there was if I don't know a studio smelled like bacon all the time would you would you want to be there because you know the smell of bacon is very Asian jasmine. Oh yeah, Asian yeah. jasmine. I yeah. go back to work for Asian jasmine, Italian pine. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. Nothing like the Rockies pine. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. Really, that's what they're trying to do now is 
basically nobody, poop matches to come back to work. Nobody wants to go to work. Nobody wants to go to the office anymore. Uh, do embryos have rights? The Alabama Supreme Court's ruled that an embryo so, has the rights of an unborn child. Oh, so that means you can kill them too. Great. Okay. There are only two sexes. A new bill in Alabama. Alabama's been busy. Yeah. New bill in Alabama says men and women are defined by genitals they're born with. Well, there Amen. you go. Amen. That's it. Why, the whole country should take that on. Move to Alabama. You oh, make shit. fun of Alabama. They know what they're fucking doing. And I don't know if you're on the fence with Kevin Hart, but you might be on the other side after this. Kevin Hart's tour rider says that traffic is not allowed. Ugh. And you think, well, how would he control traffic? He demands, this is what it says. The rider says, under no circumstances are vehicles to be allowed to encounter any delays due to traffic. Police escorts must be arranged in order to facilitate artist vehicles arrival and departure from the venue. What a piece of fucking garbage. Escort must be empowered to route vehicles through any potential traffic delay. Kevin Hart demands a police escort to and from the venue. How? Who does he think he is? Police escort. That's what the presidents get. Yeah. Listen, man, after that Cat Williams interview, too, you start to see a new side of him, like all the shit. You start to open your eyes like, wow, yeah, he's right. People come after Cat for that. I'm like, what? Cat? Cat's got everything to lose and nothing to gain by saying that. Yeah. You got to pick and choose who you're believing and and think about just like the doctors who were against the vaccine and people were like, oh, no. Why would they risk everything? Why would they risk their job and uh, risk being blackballed, their livelihood, their family? Why would someone, the people who were saying that it was good, obviously had something to gain from it. The people who were saying that it was bad had nothing to gain and only things to lose. And that is the best way to figure out who's telling the truth. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it's common sense. All right, really bad jokes. It's now time for... You ever seen a grown man naked? Ken and Corey's really bad jokes. Yeah, baby, yeah! New report claims... uh, I'm getting a little sick of president jokes, but one more. President Biden's dog commander had 24 White House biting incidents. We had that story yesterday. He also pees everywhere. Well, not the dog, Biden. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Who, yeah. Biden? That's easy. <laughs> uh, Sometimes they just write themselves. Uh, right, you know what I saw yesterday real quick? I saw yesterday, you know, Trump's coming out with the shoe. Well, they yeah. said Biden's coming out with his own version. It's like an old, like, orthopedic shoe with his <laughs> Velcro strip. It was hilarious. <laughs> they call them Biden ones or something like that. Hilarious. <laughs> Uh, not making, not making eye contact and not smiling are two of the biggest body language mistakes that job seekers make in interviews. Hmm. Not making eye contact and not smiling. Third on the list is uh, pointing things out on your resume with your erection. That's <laughs> not supposed to do that either. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know if you saw that right over there. What if you're going for like a porn job? I mean, that might. Well, you that's know. different. That yeah. You know. uh. I suppose you go commando in gray sweatpants if you're going for that job. A uh, state in India has banned cotton candy over fears it may cause cancer. A state in India banned cotton candy over fears it may cause cancer. But shitting in the water, that's that's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm mean, curious. What does eating cotton candy with the hand you wipe with cause? <laughs> that's... 
That's <laughs> cancer, but it's got to be something bad. I watch these videos. I don't know what it. You know the street food. These guys are serving. Have you ever seen any of them? They're serving food to like people. No in gloves. India? Yeah, they're digging in the pot of food. They're doing it with no gloves. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Flies everywhere. Oh God. Scientists in Israel have created lab-grown testicles that might be helpful for men who are uh, impotent. Mm. Scientists in Israel have lab-grown testicles, which is cool because I need a new keychain. My rabbit's foot is shedding. So I'm stupid. <laughs> 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 it's so stupid. Okay, that's more of a visual. Yeah. Opening your front door, you got some balls hanging <laughs> the out. The balls are just keys. dangling. <laughs> you can put balls in the back of a pickup. What's the difference? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Little Caesars testing selling pizza by the yard. It's a lot of cardboard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you. No, you're allowed. It's just. It's <laughs> funny when you hit the drum thing for yourself. <laughs> I know. They're testing selling pizza by the yard. Their target demographic is people who measure their waist by the yard, so that's <laughs> Chickens prefer attractive humans to less attractive ones. Mm. Chickens prefer attractive, well, but their absolute favorite kind of humans are attractive vegans. Hey. <laughs> J-Lo says her new album is inspired by Ben Affleck. Mm. I don't know if that's a compliment, though. The album's title is Dad Bods, Donuts, and Wigs. <laughs> you know Ben Affleck has a wig, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Madonna fell during a concert in Seattle. That's right. All the plastic kept her from hurting herself. <laughs> Hits it on himself. Life alert saves another one. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. Yay, yay, yay. Corey back Monday. We're back to normal. Thanks for listening. See you later. Have a great weekend. Later, later. Kane and Corey.